You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That's right. Anita Marks with you. Uh, hour three here. Joe Wiz joins us. Uh, of course, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Joe, how you doing? Everything's going good, Anita. Everything is uh, super excited here in New York. A lot of action happening all over the place, and uh, hopefully uh, we can make some money for people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we start looking at today's games, uh, let's look back. As we know, the Knicks they defeat the Suns. They the Suns uh, they defeat the they defeat the Cavs, ninety nine to seventy nine. Unbelievable defensive uh, performance by the Knicks. Game two tomorrow at one o'clock. What are you looking for there? Yeah, uh, well, we're definitely expecting the Cavaliers to play better than what they did in, in the first game. But I think here the Knicks have proven that they are better than the Cavaliers so far in the series. I mean, obviously you saw what they did in game one. Game two was flat. Uh, and listen, Barrett had a good game yesterday, 19 points here. But Julius Randle did not have a good game. He only had 11 points in that game. So if Randle gets back to his playing here, um, I think whoever wins tomorrow's game is going to win the series although I did pick the Knicks to win in seven. Maybe it might be sooner than that, but I do like the Knicks tomorrow as well. Um, the defense has shut down uh, Cavs, and it seems like the Cavaliers were a little bit awestruck at that, uh, that uh, guarding crowd yesterday. So right now, the line, the Knicks at home tomorrow, 1 o'clock tip-off. You'll be able to listen to that right here on 98.70 ESPN. Knicks favored by 2.5. The over-under is 206.5. Um, I think because of what we saw yesterday, 99 to 79. Wow, that over under is really low. I think I'm going to play the over there. Um, I, I think I think Donovan Mitchell's going to have a better game. I think Garland's going to have a better game. And I think you're right. I think Julius Randle is going to have a better game as well. I like the over 206 and a half, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to think that the Cavs are going to play much better. And the Knicks, even though they won the game, their offense didn't play that well. It was their defense that got the job done, or the Cavs just not playing well. So you got to expect the Cavs to come out and play much better than what the way they did yesterday. And Randall, only 11 points. Uh, let's get back to him to plus 20. Um, that one might be the play here. But I like the Knicks tomorrow. I'm going to take them on the money line, though. I'm expecting a tight game tomorrow. It might come right down to the wire in this game. It's not going to be a blowout like we saw last night. Uh, Knicks in a close one tomorrow. Right now at the half, Joe, uh, the Nets up by eight against the 76ers, 48 to 40. Right now, you could get the 76ers at plus five and a half. Would you would you would you tap into that right now at the half? Getting the, the 76ers getting five and a half. No, I, I played the Nets in this game here. I took them plus three, and I'm content with that. Um, I kind of figured it was going to be a low-scoring game because I figured the Nets are just not going to be up. Uh, Brooklyn's just going to struggle without Embiid. Now, obviously, that's the case. I got burnt on the game two, and I took a Nets plus five. They should have uh, game three. Nets should have won that game, and they lost the game, and they lost by five. So I got a push there, but I felt that uh, the Nets actually should have won game three, and um, I figured they were going to come back and without Embiid in the lineup. But um, I, 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 I haven't seen it, but uh, so it's hard for me to comment on the, the live action with the uh, five and a half. But um, I took I took Brooklyn uh, at plus three earlier today this morning. And um, based on what you told me with the score, it was looking pretty good. Um, and the Sixers might just be look content on getting back home and uh, you know ending the series there. Joe Wiz has his own gambling show right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, later on today, 7.30, tip off. The Bucks going up against the Miami Heat. The Bucks not sure, so still no word, at least last I checked, whether or not Giannis was going to play or not. Uh, but they are favored by five on the road in Miami. 
The over-under is 220. Miami does not have Tyler Hero. I think that is um, definitely a, a huge hit for him considering that he's their best three-point shooter. My producer disagrees, but nonetheless. Uh, how are you playing this matchup? And not only that, Kyle Lowry is a game-time decision. And, you know, we talked about it all season long with these game-time decisions. And even in the playoffs, it's amazing that, you know, you still can't make a big bet on a game without knowing the status of key players like Giannis. But, you know, what we've seen in the first two games of the series here, they've both been high-scoring games. I mean, Miami 130 to 117. Uh, Milwaukee won game two, 138 to 122. Um, thing here is, Anita, Miami has the worst spread record in all of the NBA, 33 and 51 against the spread. I normally don't like laying points on the road, and I'm a little skeptical with without Giannis. Uh, I think the safer bet for me is going to be playing the over here. Um, based on what I've seen in the first two games, even if Giannis doesn't play, it opens it up the Bucks' offense opens up a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to go over in this game here, over 219. So later on tonight, 10 o'clock, I know it's late. Everybody take a nap. Uh, Memphis going up against the Lakers. Uh, We talked about it earlier on the show. Dylan Brooks poking the bear. That'd be LeBron James. Um, And now the game tonight. Lakers at home at the Crypto.com Arena. They're favored by four and a half. The over-under is 220. Many people feel that LeBron is going to go off. I don't have a play here because I do believe that Memphis is the better team, but obviously the Lakers and LeBron are going to be playing with a lot of heat and a lot of fire based on what Dylan Brooks had to say. I will play LeBron James over 28.5 points. I will play LeBron James over 9.5 rebounds. I will play LeBron James double-double at minus 110. But curious, how are you playing uh, this much-anticipated matchup between LeBron James and Dylan Brooks? Yeah, we take a look at it here. Lakers are favored by four and a half. The total's at 220. Uh, Again, game time decision with Morant. Uh, We don't know if he's going to play. I mean, you might want to take a look at some prop bets here with James having 28 points and 12 rebounds in the last game. Ironically, he's had his 103rd playoff game. That's a long storied career. I mean, too many people are on the favorite in this game here. The whole world is betting the Lakers. That's all I hear is the Lakers. Nobody's giving Memphis a shot. I took Memphis plus five. I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Memphis won the game. And you've got to remember if Moran plays, then that line will probably drop. Um, with or without him, uh, I'm going with Memphis. I don't trust the Lakers who are just a 500 team against the spread. I know all the talk about LeBron, but this isn't about LeBron. This is about Anthony Davis and how well he plays. As I think Anthony Davis, how well he plays, is going to dictate whether the Lakers win this game or not. But uh, I'm taking the five points here. I'm expecting a tight game here. I mean, Memphis has a very talented team here. They Xavier Tillman, you know, Michigan State guy, 22 points. Uh, head coach Taylor Jenkins is going to have his team pumped up here. And uh, we know uh, Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. Um, they can also score. And um, I think that this game is going to go right down to the wire. I'm taking Memphis plus the five. Yeah, I, I just, I, I and, and it's, 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 it's fluctuating in some places. It's four and a half, it's five. In some places you can actually get it at five and a half. Uh, so I've, I've got a small lean towards, towards Memphis. I'm with you though. Like I just, I feel the way to go here, especially with the huge storyline is, is the prop bets um, that you could play. Also later on tonight, eight o'clock, let's switch to the ice and you've got the devils going up against the Rangers. Um, the Rangers on the money line, minus minus one fifteen. the devils on the money line, plus one thirty five. The Rangers have looked great. They're up two Oh in the series back at the garden. What say you? 
Yeah, well, you know, it's amazing. It seems like the uh, Devils were starstruck at their own arena at the Rock. The, the Rangers outscored them 10-2 to two, uh, in the first two games, and, you know, Rangers just played flawlessly while the Devils just didn't play well at all. Um, even though I picked the Rangers to win the series, Anita, I'm taking the Devils tonight to win game three. You know, Harvey will be happy since he's a big Devils fan. Um, so I'm taking the Devils on the money line here. I, 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 the Devils played, a, they were second in the Metro division. They are a good team. I'm expecting, you know, Hughes to play better. And um, I know the guard is a very tough venue. And, uh, you know, I, I picked the Rangers. But tonight, um, I think that the Devils know, well, everybody knows that the season's on the line. They lose this game. They might as well not come back home um, because they'll be finished in four. But I think the Devils do uh, get a win here against the Rangers here. I'm taking the Devils on the money line to knock off the Rangers tonight at the Garden. And one last uh, game before we let you go, and let's talk, let's, uh, let's turn our attention to what's going on on the Diamond. The Mets have looked great, 8-1 and one, their last nine games. David Peterson uh, on the bump for the Mets today in San Francisco, taking on Logan Webb. So uh, on the money line, the Mets are plus 110. The San Francisco Giants are minus 130, over under nine. What say you? Yeah, and you, you take a look at this game here. The Mets are fourteen and seven. San Francisco Giants are six and thirteen. Yet they're favored at home. And the Mets have dominated the first two games of the series. They won the first game nine four. Uh, last night they won convincingly seven nothing. And they're seven and one in this trip. They took two out of three against the Dodgers. How about Alonzo with a tenth home run leads the Major League Baseball? Um, you know what? But. I'm going with the San Francisco Giants in this matchup here because of Logan Webb. Um, I know he hasn't played well this year. He's 0-4 with a 494 ERA. Last year he had 15 wins. Three of those four losses have come on the road, and the one win, the one loss that he had at home was against the Dodgers. They lost the game, but uh, he was very, uh, very, very good in that game. Um, and I just think that the uh, based on the line, uh, sometimes you have to look at the line more than the actual record of the teams here. Uh, looking for the Giants um, minus the buck and a quarter, or minus dollar thirty to knock off the Mets here with Peterson, who's just one and two, and he gave up six runs and six innings against the Dodgers in his last outing. Uh, Logan Webb gets his first win of the season tonight. All right, so he likes the Giants uh, minus one thirty-five on the money line. Joe, thank you so much, Joe Wiz. I want you to let the folks know exactly when they can tune into your gambling show, Joe. Thanks, Steve. I'm on Friday nights at midnight, and I'm on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., and um, I put picks up for free on Twitter, Joe with Sports. I do have an MLS pick up there right now, and I'll be putting up a baseball pick, Joe with Sports, on Twitter. But uh, Friday nights at midnight, the fine line, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. So uh, let's uh, make some money here. Fantastic. Joe, thank you so much. Always great having you on, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. Uh, Joe is brought to you by Bet Rivers. When we come back, uh, I do want to switch back to the NFL. Again, uh, Rich Shamini was so kind to join me this week on my Bet Digital show. We also heard from Rob Demosky. Rob covers the Green Bay Packers. We have an update from him. And uh, Rich and I do a little preview in regard to uh, this week's uh, NFL draft. So stay tuned. We'll play that clip for you when we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Um, today is uh, Earth Day. How about that? So uh, the goal of World Earth Day is to remind humankind to protect and preserve the Earth and its species for the benefit of the future generations. Uh, here's all you need to know about the day. Uh, we celebrate Mother Earth on April 22nd each year, the World Earth Day, uh, which this, this, this marks the anniversary. It started in 1970, by the way. Uh, again, the day raise awareness about the environment, uh, take our responsibility to take care of the planet, protect our future. I'm sure that, you know, encompasses recycling, maybe going out there and building a tree. What else, Joe? You said something about your diet. What about your diet? I was looking at the old farmer's almanac and they said they had like a list of items of what to do to celebrate Earth Day. And um, I love my life here. And so. They said that one of the things to do is to think about your diet, eat more plant-based foods, not, you know, take out and um, anything like, you know, with some chemicals or MSG in it, which is weird because during the break, I asked you what I wanted, what I should eat. And, yeah, um, because you said all your lobster food is gone. My lobster food is gone. Whatever my, lobster food is. My lobster. It's usually lobster. Lobster with paella. It's not lobster food. It's lobster. It's all gone now. So now I got to contemplate what I should eat. Unless you shouldn't be upset. Co- it was your mom's birthday. Your family celebrated. You shouldn't be upset. No. But since it's Earth, since it's Earth Day, you know, I guess maybe what I'll do is I will not order delivery tonight, in honor of Earth Day. If that's what it's saying, don't order delivery. I think um, what I'll do is I will not not order delivery, and I'll just not take any utensils from them. You know, because they have the option of, of taking utensils, like you know, plastic. Yeah, do you need utensils? That. I never take utensils. I don't. I have. I have like a whole drawer of unused utensils in my kitchen, and every time I open it up, I'm like, why do I have all these utensils? I don't use them anyway. Um, there's, there's actually, there's a little check mark that you can, whenever you order delivery, there's a little check mark you can, you can signify that you do not want utensils. So maybe that's something you could do for Earth Day is make sure that you've got that box checked so you're not wasting the plastics. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm reaching for straws. I love my hence, life here on Earth. Hence Earth Day. So there's that. Um, uh, what was the, uh, there was something else I was, I, oh, I, you were talking about lobster. So Joe, uh, so Harvey celebrated his mother's birthday. Uh, this week and uh, and for their birthday celebration they got like you know phenomenal like they like they call it lobster food 
Okay. Uh, from some, um, you know, Latin restaurant. Meson, Meson Espanol. Shout out to them. Meson Espanol in West New York. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, get on it. Tremendous Spanish food. Awesome lobsters. Uh, paella. They also have um, tres leches paella. cake. I love paella. Ooh, yum. They're so good. It's a bit, it's a bit pricey from my cheap self, but um, you manage and uh, it was awesome. Well, hopefully now they'll become a sponsor of the show since you just, you know, uh, totally like blew them up. But um, so you might not be aware of this, but like back in the day, like late 1800s, early 1900s, lobsters, since they're bottom feeders, were not a a delicacy. And so lobsters were actually fed to those uh, that were incarcerated. So so on a night to night basis, um, criminals that were in jail were fed lobster because because they were looked at as scavengers and bottom feeders. Oh were you aware of that? Goodness. Yeah. Yep. GTS. Google that. True story. Did you know that, Harvey? I'm googling it now. Okay. And um, Hey, listen, I listen, I love I love lobster. I love lobster. I'll eat I know Joe's not a fan. I love lobster. So, but just back in the day, they fed they fed lobster criminals because they thought it was. It literally know. says here um, how lobster went from prison food, tr- prison trash food to delicacy. Yep, exactly, exactly. See, learn something new every day. Well, I was, a, right, I was um, a bottom feeder yesterday, apparently. So, shame on me. Enough, enough about Earth Day. Enough about the history of lobster. Uh, let's listen in. Rich Samini, who we know does a phenomenal job covering the Jets, was kind enough to join me on my bet gambling show earlier this week. Uh, prior to him and I having a discussion about what to expect with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and the draft, Rob Demosky uh, jumped on board with me to give me an update in regard to what's going on with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So let's listen in. Anita, the only thing that's changed is we're closer to draft weekend, which means the urgency to get a deal done is getting greater. However, that doesn't mean it'll happen before the draft. In fact, here's a scenario to consider. Next Thursday's first round could come and go without a deal being done. That's because Packers general manager Brian Gutekunst has publicly stated that he's not looking for the Jets' first round pick this year, which is number 13 overall. So perhaps the two sides will work on the first round and let that come and go and start to ramp things back up on Friday before the second round. Considering that second round picks are most likely to be involved in this, that would be about the last time that they could get a deal done before this draft. If it doesn't get done by then, then there's the very real possibility that this could go well into the summer, which is something that both sides would like to avoid. As for the Packers, another sign that life has moved on without Rodgers happened on Monday, when Jordan Love, the quarterback in waiting, walked through the doors at Lambeau Field as their starting quarterback to begin the offseason program. Wow. Um, wow. What more can I say? Wow. I wasn't expecting that report, Rich. Rich Zemini joining us, uh, who, of course, does a phenomenal job covering the Jets. And you just heard what Rob had to say. It's been over a month now, Rich. We heard Aaron Rodgers uh, say on you know his weekly show, I want to be a Jet. It's either Jet or retired. So the Jets know he wants to be a Jet. We know the intricacies going back and forth between the two organizations. But where it stands right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerning is it to you that this deal has not gotten done? Anita, a 1. It's not concerning at all because you could see this coming from a mile away. 
you know, how things go in the NFL in a lot of walks of life and a lot of different businesses. Things are deadline motivated. And really, there has not been a deadline over the last four weeks. So the teams have been slow playing it. Neither side wants to show their hand. But the deadline, or at least the soft deadline, is the draft, like Rob explained. So I could totally see something happening on the afternoon of day two of the draft before they start picking again on Friday night, the Jets and Packers coming to an agreement. It's possible even that they go on the clock. Now, if they go on the clock in the second round, the Jets have the 42nd and 43rd picks, which means they'll basically own the draft for 14 consecutive minutes. If there's no trade to that point, you talk about high drama. That'll be 14 minutes in real time seeing if this trade gets done, but I think it will get done. Oh boy, this draft is going to be really exciting to say the least for a lot of us here in New York. All right, so this week, some big news. Odell Beckham Jr., who we know was on Aaron Rodgers' Santa Claus wish list for the Jets, did not sign with the Jets. He is now going to be a Baltimore Raven. How does this have any effect in regard to Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? From what I understand, the Jets had an opportunity to meet the Ravens' offer, and they did not. What can you tell us? Yeah, the Jets made a competitive offer, but they clearly did not want to go up to 15 million guaranteed for one year. So uh, it's not going to have an impact on uh, Rodgers coming to the Jets. Now, sure, he was on the so-called wish list, but uh, they've already signed one player on his list. That's Alan Lazard, the former Packer receiver going to the Jets for four years, 44 million. Randall Cobb, Packers free agent, is still out there. Of course, a longtime BFF of Rodgers. He's still out there. There's a chance the Jets could bring him in. So the Beckham thing, look, the Jets would have liked to have had him, but I think it would have been a luxury for them. They're still pretty good at wide receiver, and there's still an opportunity to either draft a receiver or, like I said, pick up a guy like Randall Cobb. And the Jets holding on to that number 13 pick. A lot of people are expecting them to take an offensive lineman at 13. There might be a run at quarterbacks. I think a top-notch corner is going to go. I think a top-notch wide receiver might go. They're sitting in a prime spot, Rich, to take a, a real solid offensive lineman to protect Aaron Rodgers at 13. Do you think that's the direction they're headed? Yeah, I think that's uh, – I'm leaning heavily in that direction. I think the Jets are looking in that direction. There's three or four really good offensive linemen who could go in the top half of this first round, and I definitely think they're on the Jets' radar. It's a position – Look, their top three tackles on the roster right now are both are all three coming off major injuries. Two of them are in the last year of their contract, so the Jets are also thinking ahead to 2024 and also thinking short-term because they want to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. That's, that's priority number one for the Jets. When they get this guy in their building, they want to protect him. So if I had to bet right now, I'd say offensive line is a strong possibility at number 13. All right, Rich, before we let you go, the first question we asked you was, what's your concern level? You said 1%, so that means you're 99% confident that this deal is going to get done and Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for the Jets. Uh, Just recap for us, how do you see it playing out? Well, I told you a couple of weeks ago I was 99% sure, and it hasn't changed, Anita. Like, when you have two motivated parties, things tend to get done. And like I said, it's a deadline-oriented business. The Packers are a team that is known for building through the draft. They cherish draft picks. They're not going to want to let this opportunity go by, let this draft go by without getting a couple of picks. 
So that's why the Packers will be under pressure to get a deal done. And the Jets will be under pressure because they just want to get a quarterback. Now, Zach Wilson was in the building today, last year starter for the start of their offseason program. That's what I've been told. But everybody knows, and even the Jets have said this publicly, he's not the guy they want to be their starter. They want Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to get him. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Rich, great stuff as always. Appreciate your time. Again, as you know, we're all on Rogers Watch. This will be fun. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Anita. Again, uh, Rob Domowski with that Green Bay Packers update and Rich Samini uh, with a great conversation uh, in, in what to expect with the Jets as we get closer to the draft, which will be Thursday night. Uh, quick break. We come back. Let's circle back to those Knicks. Big win last night against the Cavs, 99 to 79, and now up 2 1 in the series. 800 919 3776. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, also, later on, by the way, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers are all tied up at 70. I'm trying to see what the time is. Hold on. You got nine minutes left in the game, so this is a good one. Uh, I would put it on. And uh, later on, you got the Suns going up against the Clippers. Clippers without Kawhi. I think the Suns roll here. I think they win uh, the next two games in the series. Ends at four-one. The Bucks going up against the Heat. Still no word on Giannis. Uh, the Heat without uh, Tyler Hero, who I think it, it is a pretty big deal. It, in my two cents. Um, I think the Bucks roll here anyway. I think they're they're really really deep, and uh, the Grizzlies and the Lakers to me to, that's must watch TV tonight based on everything that's gone down. And I, as I said, my two favorite bets: uh, LeBron James double double minus one twenty, and also I'm going over twenty six and a half points uh, for LeBron James. Over twenty six and a half points for LeBron James. Let's take some calls before we pass the baton on to uh, Gordon Damer. Uh, let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, you're up. Nina, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Enjoy the games. Uh, uh, what do you think Bijan goes? I'd love to see him go with my Chargers. And Anthony Richardson falling to the Raiders? Couldn't get any luckier than that. Yeah, uh, Mitch, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, not sure. I'm thinking I'm thinking Chargers. I'm thinking Dallas Cowboys. Um, right now, that's where I'm leaning. Let's go to Tino in Staten Island. Tino, got to make it quick. I only have a minute left. I'm sorry, but I wanted to get you on. How you doing? Hey, Anita. Uh, pleasure always to speak to you. Uh, a, a couple things. One, really concerned about Randall. His play has been really terrible in the playoffs. Yeah, he had a great first one game. Uh, I'm a little concerned about his shot selection. But on the positive, Anita, happy for R.J. Barrett. He's been getting abused by the media, abused by his uh, the critics. The boy showed up to play yesterday. Such a good kid. Always root for him. I'm going to continue to root for him. Going into this series, Anita, I said Knicks in six because you know why? And you said it so precisely well. The Knicks are just a much deeper team. When Mitchell mm-hmm. sits down, you look around, you look, you look at yourself like, who's going to score on this team? I mean, Garland, you saw what he did yesterday. He shot four for 21. He must have. Tino, I, I, I hear you. Unfortunately, i got to let you go. Uh, I'm up against the clock, and Gordon Damer's coming your way. I want to thank, of course, Harvey and Joe, our producers. I'm back tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. for On the Tee. I'll see you then, right here on 98.7 ESPN.